0: Welcome to KXA News Today. Here are your Wednesday morning headlines. Austin's Mayor Kirk Watson having a conversation about the future of affordability in Central Texas. It's a summit starting at 9.30 this morning at the Austin PBS Media Center, and that event is free and open to the public.
1: The Austin Police Chief's run is this morning. It's to showcase the future officers as they get ready to patrol the streets. Assistant Chief of Police, James Mason, is gonna be there joining the 33 Austin Police Cadets at. 7 o'clock this morning. They're running from the Austin American Statesman parking lot and they're ending at the state capitol to race to the Peace Memorial's Officers Memorial. The cadets will be commissioned during graduation ceremonies on Friday.
0: One day tickets for ACL are on sale today at noon and the three-day general admission ticket prices increase at the same time. The lineup by day is now out as well. You can find that at KXAN.com.
1: All right, we're starting off your morning with clear skies. Here's a live look from both of our weather and traffic cameras to give you an idea of what you're dealing with. Good morning, everyone, and welcome. I'm Sally Hernandez.
0: And I'm Tom Miller. The rest of your week looking pretty warm, looking pretty dry. It's a change. Christian Curry is joining us with when we can expect to see some rain again. Good morning.
2: Good morning, guys. Yes, happy Wednesday to you. Today, we start to see a little bit of a dry out and a little bit of a warm up. So I'll start with the clouds and radar this morning, not seeing anything in the way of rain. And I'll tell you what, you can leave that umbrella at home. You're not gonna need it today. Our rain chance less than 10%. If you do find yourself underneath a couple little sprinkles, consider yourself lucky because the vast majority of us are only expecting sunshine. Temperatures in the 60s as we begin the day, which is pretty much where we were yesterday a little bit cooler here and there but we're gonna make up some ground today and actually be warmer this afternoon than what you felt on Tuesday those low 80s around lunchtime climbing to the upper 80s across Central Texas forecast high of 88 here in Austin so we're warmer and drier today tomorrow and most of Friday it's late Friday night we have to watch for a severe risk as a cold front moves through that cold front giving us some relatively cooler temperatures this weekend we're not talking jacket weather but we we'll lose this warming trend that will get underway starting today. So I'll fill you in on the details. We'll stretch out that temperature trend coming up in just a few minutes.
0: Thank you, Kristen. San Marcos police officers can expect some changes soon. City Council there just approved the department's new contracts.
1: That's right, it comes after three months of negotiations between the city and the Police Officers Association after the former agreement was repealed by the local activist group there. Kicks Sarah Olshay explains the changes in the new contract and why some say it's still not enough
3: disappointed and disheartened. That's how Sam Benavidez communications director for local activist group Mono Amiga feels about the updated meet and confer agreement between the city of San Marcos and the San Marcos Police Association. She's part of the group that worked to repeal the existing agreement.
4: This agreement
3: is offering crumbs and we are going to demand more. Changes in the new agreement include having a longer amount of time to investigate a police officer for wrongdoing and taking documents documentation of misconduct into account during the promotion process something San Marcus police chief Stan Standridge says the police association supports
5: we also agree that this process of holding people accountable should play a greater role in promotions to all ranks we have within the police department minus the chief level.
3: Chief Standridge says it would be the first time in the city's history that a letter of reprimand would count in the promotion process. During public comment at Tuesday's city council meeting, some people expressed their support of the updated contract.
4: We need to support our police officers and ensure that San Marcos is a safe place to live as well as a safe place to attend college.
3: Still, Benavidez says it falls short with some reforms, like prohibiting officers from using vacation days as a substitute for suspension, not making it in. Sarah
1: Ulsha, KXAN News. Thank you Sarah, now that it's approved, the new agreement is going to take effect on June 8th and it's going to last until September of 2026. It's a different story for the Austin Police Department, the Austin Police Association and the city are still working on a new agreement for a new contract. Both sides say in the past they wanted to wait on a long term contract until voters decided on police oversight on the ballot that was 10 days ago. One of voters approved calls for, among other things, the Office of Police Oversight to have more access to certain police files.
0: And this comes as Austin's police chief says you may have to wait longer for a police response time. So after the partnership with the Department of Public Safety got put on hold. In a statement, Chief Joseph Chacon said, quote, APD continues to have several hundred officer vacancies, and this impacts operations, including slower response times to emergency calls. He adds that DPS has helped in lowering crime rates and, quote, will be missed, adding that APD looks forward to partnering with them again. The man who helped create a popular artificial intelligence platform, really exploding right now, wants lawmakers to regulate AI as soon as possible.
1: Regulate his own company. OpenEye CEO Sam Altman helped create ChatGPT. And he appeared before Congress yesterday and explained that AI could be as revolutionary as the printing press was. But given how fast it's evolving, it could prove to be destructive and devastating for humanity. Joanna Stern, NBC News technology analyst explains that unlike recent hearings about the pitfalls of social media, the tone of those hearings on AI were more collaborative. I think for many lawmakers,
3: they felt like the regulation around social media was a black eye. They didn't get to it fast enough. They didn't see it coming. And now this is an opportunity for them to get ahead of AI regulation, but they have to understand it. And I think we've seen over the last number of years of these
1: hearings that these lawmakers don't fully understand the technology. You could hear more on the impacts of AI coming up on the Today Show.
0: The president is heading to Japan today for the G7 summit following his meeting with top congressional leaders to discuss the US debt ceiling. Lawmakers need to come to an agreement before June or they risk the U.S. defaulting on its loans. President said that while the meeting was productive, there is still work to be done. President Biden is going to skip two of those planned stops in order to get back to negotiations.
1: The Johnson & Johnson COVID vaccine is no longer available in the U.S. why the CDC told providers to toss it
0: and how America's obsession with true crime may have contributed to the rescue of a girl who went missing in 2017.
1: Good morning. It is Wednesday, May 17th, and this is a live look that we have of the city skyline for you to kick start your day. Going to talk to Christopher the latest on your weather in just the next few minutes. But first, Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani is facing a sexual harassment lawsuit accused of demanding sexual favors and engaging in wage theft.
0: And the accuser is a woman who says she worked for Giuliani during the last two years of the Trump administration. She alleges the former president's personal attorney discussed selling presidential pardons and detailed plans to overturn the 2020 election results. Giuliani released a statement through a spokesperson saying that he unequivocally denies those allegations.
1: You're no longer going to be able to get the COVID-19 vaccine if it was made by Johnson and Johnson here in the US because all remaining doses Expired last week, the CDC directed providers to dispose of any they had left over to toss it. The nearly 19 million Americans received Johnson & Johnson vaccine, compared to 367 million who received Pfizer's original vaccine and the 232 million who got Moderna's. Uh, The Moderna and Pfizer COVID-19 vaccines remain free as long as federal supplies last.
0: There is a chance that a local officer who died in the line of duty last week will not get his spot in the Texas Peace Officers Memorial. What's being done about that memorial running out of space?
1: And the improvements Austin Parks and Rec is looking at when it comes to Zilker Park and why many say they are not on board. Good morning. Another live look from our camera that we have for you on top of KXAN. You can see the skyline right there. On to this Wednesday, May 17th, we're talking to Kristen for the latest on your forecast coming up in just the next few minutes. But first, the Texas Peace Officers Memorial, which honors fallen officers. Get this, is running out of space for new names.
0: State law enforcement groups tell us this means there is a chance the name of the Cameron police officer who died in the line of duty last week won't fit on the wall. KXAN's Brianna Hollis shares what the Texas Municipal Police Association is doing about it.
5: People walk by this memorial every day. For those lucky enough, it's a reflective moment and a blur of names eyes darting through a somber scroll of dates.
0: I have friends on this wall. For others, very emotional. I'll just put it to you that way.
5: It's personal.
0: It brings you back to that time.
5: Graham Jones, a former officer himself, now works for the 100 Club, a group that provides support resources for families of fallen officers.
0: Very special place. It's where the candlelight vigil is held every year. Very powerful. It's poignant. It's powerful. Uh, You can tell that it means obviously a lot to the family. From what I understand, there's no more
6: more room for that to happen for Uh, the 2023 names, there's no more, there's no more room for that to happen.
5: T. M. P. A. Recently learned the wall is running out of space to give future fallen officers the same tribute. That means the group says that there currently might not be space for Cameron Police Sergeant Josh Klaus who died after a shootout while responding to a domestic violence call last week.
0: A lot of times they'll do a, a tracing of the of the name. Uh, with paper, with chalk, and they'll they'll take that with them.
5: For the state's law enforcement community, denying a family that opportunity isn't an option.
3: And I think it's up to us to you know fulfill this this uh, this project, and I think that we can get it done.
0: Again, this memorial is funded by private donations. The expansion will cost about two hundred fifty thousand dollars as we go in depth on this, dozens of officers die in the line of duty each year in Texas. In 2021, more than 100 officers lost their lives. Last week, Texas Senator John Cornyn introduced the Back the Blue Act. It would increase penalties and make it a federal crime to kill or attempt to kill law enforcement officers, federal judges, or federally funded public safety officers. Killing an officer would result in a mandatory minimum sentence of 30 years or the death penalty.
1: A big win for the Spurs. The NBA announced that the San Antonio Spurs won the 2023 NBA Draft Lottery.
5: The Charlotte Hornets. And that means that the number one pick in the 2023 NBA Draft goes to
1: the San Antonio Spurs. They are excited. That means that the Spurs have the first overall pick in the 2023 NBA Draft. That's gonna be held on Thursday. June 22nd, since the draft lottery was introduced in 85. San Antonio has owned seven total lottery picks, the fewest in the NBA. That's why wow. they're so excited. it's oh, huge. Yeah. And,
0: and the one fan who happened to be at the draft, the Spurs fan, who's <laughs> yeah. like, all let's right. Go. Let's yeah, go. I hit the
2: right guy. No idea how this works, but because he's excited, I'm excited. <laughs> yes. You know? Well, it's
0: huge for the Spurs. It's, yeah, yeah.
2: I, I can imagine. Let me show you what's going on with your weather. We have some pretty nice conditions today, honestly. We don't have to worry about rain. We've got sunshine on the way. Temperatures will be warm enough to be outside. Clouds and radar not showing us any anything too exciting yet. Why are we getting quiet? Well, high pressure is going to be moving in here and this is going to keep the rain chances at day for now. They'll come back later this week, but for today you can leave the rain gear at home. Uh, Whittlesey Landscape Supplies weather camera there in Granite Shoals is showing me a mainly to partly cloudy sky. We're not going to see a whole lot in the way of uh, bad weather today is going to be the bottom line here. So if you're getting out the door early, know that the temperatures are in the 60s and they're on their way to the upper 80s today. Tank top short sleeves kind of weather. The rain chance is less than 10%, so that's why you're not going to see it in the day planner. Is it possible one little spot shower pops up on us? Yes, but it's not enough to mention. I think 99.9% of us are just talking dry skies today. As far as what the skies will look like, I'll just let this run. This is our high resolution model showing a good amount of sunshine from Mason to Fayette County today. As far as the high temperatures go, you'll notice we're going to be in the upper 80s today low 90s as we get into tomorrow and Friday. So Mother Nature turning up the heat just a little bit more before that cold front moves in here. Now this front is is technically, yes, going to cool us down, but I think it's more going to be a storm maker for us than anything else. Why? Because if I put this into motion on Friday, you'll notice those scattered storms and showers developing in the late afternoon and continuing through the evening over the uh, uh, Hill Country and I-35 corridor here. And because we've got a lot of daytime handling, a lot of instability to work. with it's possible some of those storms will be severe and the storm prediction center agrees they've put down a two out of five risk for severe weather on friday this will be in the later part of the day on friday seeing hail and wind as the primary concern here so this includes almost everybody the exception the far eastern counties but we want to make sure that you guys know on friday afternoon and evening we got to stay weather aware Next is sun and clouds with more sun than clouds today. Mainly sunny again tomorrow in hotter late week. There's the cold front. There's the rain chance Friday will continue with the 40% chance of storms and showers on Saturday. And then slowly starting to dry out here as we get you into the later part of the weekend and early next week. Temperatures will slowly recover to low to mid 80s. Still below average Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Your overnight lows will be comfortable mid to upper 60s for as far as we can see.
0: Thank you, Kristen. An Illinois girl who went missing six years ago is now back with her dad safe. Kayla Unbahan disappeared, and it was one of several abduction cases featured on an episode of the Netflix series Unsolved Mysteries back in November of last year. Police
1: are not saying yet if that show helped to find Kayla, but the woman who reported seeing Kayla in a clothing store told the local NBC station she recognized Kayla's photo from published media about the case. Kayla was just nine years old when she went missing in 2017 while in the care of her mother. The spokesperson for the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children tells the Today Show that the mother had partial custody of the child at the time and failed to return her to her father.
6: The outcome uh, that we're seeing here with with Kayla is absolutely amazing. Uh, and It's something that everyone here at the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children work tirelessly for day in and day out. Uh, It's moments like these that really just give us the drive to keep going. It gives searching families out there uh, who are still missing their own children. It gives them the hope and the drive to keep going and keep the fight to find missing children and to bring them all home safely.
1: Coming up on the Today Show, how America's true crime obsession may contribute to solving more cold cases across the country and why this case in Illinois gives hope to other families.
0: The suspect who attacked staffers at Congressman Jerry Connolly's Virginia office on Monday may be connected to a second baseball bat assault that took place earlier in that day.
1: There's a new security video that released and it shows the moment on camera. It's hard to watch, but you, so you know, the woman is okay. Now in the video, a woman can be seen running from man, chasing her with the bat. Police say, according to preliminary information, the man is the same suspect in the attack at Connolly's office. They say he asked the woman if she was white, then bashed her car windshield with the bat. Police say the suspect faces charges for the attack at Congressman Connolly's office. They say he will be charged with a hate crime and destruction of property for the earlier incident.
0: Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton and the hotel giant Hyatt have come to an agreement about hidden hotel fees. Uh, I should say Marriott, this settlement is to ensure that the company is upfront about hidden fees to customers. These include things like resort fees, which are charges meant to cover amenities like Wi-Fi, but are not included in advertised rates. Paxton is also suing Hyatt. He's accusing that company of charging customers resort fees, regardless of whether people use the amenities.
1: Well, Texas state parks could be getting a lot more money for big improvements and new sites.
0: Texas House voted in favor of two bills to create a constitutionally dedicated fund of a billion dollars to help current and future state parks. However, because it's a constitutional amendment, the decision ultimately rests with Texas voters come November. Back in 2018, the department estimated Texas parks as a whole face more than $780 million worth in deferred maintenance and would need to reallocate about $100 million to uh, recover from natural disasters like flooding and fires. Proponents of the bill say the job creation, the return on investment, and more are all worth it.
6: We're going to be talking about how you can protect yourself from mosquitoes with Wizzy Brown, an entomologist. Wizzy, there was a survey done recently by a company called InsurRanks that ranks Texas as the fifth most mosquito-prone state. Why do you think that is?
4: I think that that's probably because we have a lot of habitat that mosquitoes can breed in. Mosquitoes are going to lay their eggs either in or very close to standing water or areas that flood. And we definitely have plenty of that here in Texas, especially with the rain, because it seems like we're either in drought conditions or flooding conditions.
6: People are moving to Texas and to Austin on a daily basis who may have not have ever had to deal with mosquitoes like we see here. What are your recommendations for them to keep themselves and their families safe?
4: First of all, I think they need to be aware that mosquitoes are active year-round here in Texas, which can be a eye-opening thing for people that move from different areas of the country. The second thing is making sure that they reduce standing water that is around their home and the landscape. And then thirdly, I would recommend that they use some sort of a repellent on their clothing and their self if they are going outside. And I would recommend that they log on to the CDC website to find out what repellents are going to work against the mosquitoes that can vector disease.
6: And you said we have different types of mosquitoes and some of them bring disease and worse. What are some of those?
4: Uh, Some of the diseases that can be transmitted are things like West Nile virus. Um, We also have chikungunya. Zika has been known to be in the area before. Um, so, and you know, there's always going to be various diseases that pop up here and there that are new.
6: All right. Wizzy Brown, thank you very much for joining us here. We do appreciate your expertise in this field. Thank you. Thanks for joining KXAN News today. You can also listen to KXAN News Nightly every weekday after 5.30 p.m. for in-depth coverage on what matters most to you.